Hubhopper Originals A few days ago on my Facebook page a wonderful post by Jyoti Pandey turned up here's what it said Happiness is reading this wonderful book by Paro Anand one of my favorite authors I was wondering how I could have missed reading this Paro right now I want to hug you for having written this beautiful book wow what a way to start my day the book in question is the little bird who held the sky up with his feet here's a little bit of it fears plans and new hopes the forest stood still anxious waiting in fear and dread as the past rolled into the present a present that was as bleak and dismal as the great clouds that were banking low over the forest canopy the animals that had gathered in groups below the still solemn trees spoke in whispers as though to keep their fear a secret from the eavesdropping clouds above the whispering and trembling of the animals made them resemble the leaves of the trees under which they had taken shelter but the shelter was temporary and soon the raging storms would catch up with everything they would hunt out the fox from its lair the lion from its den they would wash away the nest of the starling and flush out the smallest creature which sought cover underground even the fish who lived in the water suffered when the inevitable flood came they were dashed against rocks and suffocated because of the silt that which thickened their very life source the flood caught them all every one of them it had done so before it was going to do it again and the animals felt that they could do nothing but suddenly the brooding silence was rent by the mighty roar of king lion a few moments later his messenger fleet the eagles came shrieking shrilly from above the king summons all his subjects high and low to a most important meeting the hills around echoed their cry meeting eating ting the eagles swept past slicing through the rain heavy clouds repeating their message for all to hear king lion stood on the mighty rock flanked by his ministers and he admitted to the crowd that he had not found a solution the crowd grew less restless i know a simple permanent solution to our problem would be so ideal he tried to cut off the seething that was building in the crowd but in the absence of a solution i have an offer to make for i too feel the same tension and anxiety as you do so listen carefully now to my offer the crowd leaned in perhaps there was a way after all whoever can think of a solution to this problem will be my second in command senior to all my ministers 
he or she will sit on the highest rock to my right. Now I give you all three days to think over, discuss and work out a solution, cover all possibilities. I know three days seems too short a time, but that, the eagles tell me, is all we have left before the sky falls upon our heads. We will meet again on the third day and see if any suitable solution has come up. And with that, he got up and swept out as majestically as he could. He pretended to be more confident than he was. He wasn't feeling confident right now. This was the first time in many years that his position as king had been put to such a test. He could not help but question himself about his right to the throne. For if he could not assure the safety of his subjects, what right had he or his chosen ministers of the skies, land and rivers to hold onto these positions? The monkeys decided that the answer lay with them. They thought of building a giant umbrella that would shelter them from the onslaught of the monsoon. But though the trees gave up their leaves, and though the tailor birds worked hard at stitching them together, as they started to raise the umbrella up above the forest canopy with a loud, oh, it sank. The burrowers thought that an underground shelter is, was the answer. But all they managed to do was to weaken the roots of the trees that were already vulnerable. Three days went by and King Lion called his meeting again. Very well now, all creatures with plans and ideas, step forward, make a queue. We will hear your plans one by one. The king and all his ministers looked around eagerly, as did the forest folk. But all was quiet and still. Not one creature broke ranks to step forward. Come, come, rumbled Lion as a growl escaped his throat. Come, come, surely someone has an idea. Just when it seemed that the jungle was doomed to disaster, just when it seemed that no one had an idea and all was lost, there was a little flutter from the back. Eagerly, the animals turned their heads, but immediately their hopes were dashed to the ground, as who should come tremblingly forward but Piddy, the tiny little sparrow, the lowest and commonest of all the birds. As animals parted to let him pass, they sniggered. What a pathetic sight. This tiny, shaking little sparrow, trembling from ashy grey head to dust-brown claw. The stifled ripple of laughter accompanied him, growing and spreading until all the forest was awash with laughter. How, they thought, had this common little sparrow got the audacity to consider himself the saviour of the forest. But as he moved forward and began to speak, trembling and shaking, Sir, sir, oh, oh mighty sir, and all gathered here, I, I am Piddy the 
sparrow? Yes, Piddi, tell us your plan. The king ignored the sniggering and giggling that was emanating, even though he wore a smirk on his face. Your Majesty, I know that I am very, very small. The little bird started again. But I I think I have a plan that may just work, sir. Sir? Piddy cast his head, his eyes down to the ground and spoke into his feathery chest. Your Majesty, sir, you see, it's like this. Well, it's not a plan really, but I've been having a most peculiar dream. Dream. Dear God, we're trying to find a way of preventing floods and he's telling us all about his dream, spat Crow disdainfully. But to Piddy, none of these interruptions happened. It was like he was in the deep world of his dream again. In this dream, I'm sitting on my tree. The sun is shining very brightly. But soon I notice that it's getting hotter and hotter and brighter and brighter. And this goes on until, until your majesty, my eyes are completely dazzled by a great shining light, which is awfully close to me on my tree. It's scorching hot. I shield my eyes to see what's happening. And yes, it's the very sun himself sitting right next to me on my own tree, on my own branch. Piti's voice rose to a squeak. Of course, continued the tiny bird, still aware of, unaware of his surroundings. I'm terribly frightened and awfully hot. But anyway, I ask, excuse me, sir, but... Are you the sun? Oh, yes, answers sun softly. And surprisingly close to my ear, said Piti. Little bird, the sun says to me. But his voice was no longer a reedy chirrup, but instead it had taken on the deep golden tone when he spoke for the sun. Little bird, I know how all the animals and forest dwellers are worried at the approach of the monsoon army. Oh yes, I reply as he continues. You see, Piddi, it just so happens that you, little bird, you are the only one who can help me win the battle against the monsoon army this year. Me? Me? Oh no, mighty son, there must be some mistake. Surely you should go to Parrot. He's so clever. Or or Peacock? He's so handsome. Or Eagle, who is our minister. Or or you could go to the Tigers, who are fierce and fellas. Or Deer, who's so fast. Or anybody, dear, dear son, except me. Why even Butterfly, who's smaller than me, can change herself from a hairy caterpillar into the most... No, 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 no. There seems to have been... Some mistake. I'm crying now in my dream. I'm crying. I'm panicking. But there is no mistake, Piddi, says Sun, talking softly and calmly in the face of my hysterical outburst. I don't want to go to Tiger or Peacock or Parrot. If they could have helped me, I would have gone there instead. However, as it is, little bird, I have come to you. 
for you are the only one who can help me and help your jungle. Now listen carefully to what you must do. Listen well, for there isn't much time left. The gathering of animals leaned forward to hear the tiny bird's soft, brave voice unfold the king's mighty plan. It's like this, you see, says the sun. First the monsoon army comes and rains, as it should, for rains are good. But then it continues to rain and rain. And this year the monsoon army has sworn, has sworn to tear this forest apart and bring the sky down on our heads until it is gone forever. Well, does Pidhi succeed? What is it that Pidhi has to do? I'm not going to tell you. I would love for you to read the book. Basically, why Pidhi? Why the little sparrow? This is a little bird, this particular one, who has no mate, has no chick, no egg to call its own. So whatever he will do, he will do for the greater good, not for any selfish reason of his own. Because he is so insignificant, the enemy will underestimate him. Does it work? And what happens afterwards? Does Piddi get to sit on the rock of ministers? Read the book and find out. And just one more little point. This book was on a very prestigious list, an international list that has selected the 1,001 best books in the history of children's literature all over the world. Three Indian books were selected on this. It's called A Thousand and One Books to Read Before You Grow Up. Three Indian books for children were selected. Uh, this was one of them. So I would love for you to read it. This was the second book that I ever published. And now in a couple of weeks, my 30th book is about to come. I'm going to be reading to you from that book. But first, I hope you'll be able to enjoy this one. Bye. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट